0: Welcome to the Startup Grind podcast. Startup Grind is the world's largest independent startup community, inspiring, educating, and connecting millions of entrepreneurs across the globe in partnership with Google for Startups. These are the stories of disruptors, innovators, and game changers from the fastest high growth companies and venture capital firms in existence. Join us as we unpack their strategies, learn from their mistakes, and grow together. There's no time to wait, so let's begin.
1: This episode is brought to you by 99 Designs, the global creative platform that makes it easy for you to find and work with amazing graphic designers online. Found it in Melbourne, like that. From logos to websites to packaging and books, 99 Designs is the go to creative resource to build your brand on any budget, which is super helpful for entrepreneurs. And right now, our listeners can get a free $99 upgrade on their first design contest. A contest is a great way to get started and find the right designer for a long-term work. You can also book a free design consultation with a brand expert at 99designs to receive personalized design advice over the phone. Their team of design experts has helped thousands of business owners. It's a great way to get the most out of your experience with 99designs. It's all simple. Just go over... Head over to 99designs.com slash grind for your upgrade and to sign up for a design consultation today. Fun fact, by the way, our founders Joel and Derek met on 99designs. There's a funny YouTube video promo for 99designs, an old school one, where we are literally in the garage. Check it out. It's worth a watch. Thanks, 99designs. Hey all, Chris, join you back, back at it again. And today I was lucky enough to sit down with um, our friend Sam Parr, CEO and founder of The Hustle, and um, we jump around a bit. Get ready, buckle in, Um, because he's just got—he's just such an interesting guy and um, with such an interesting background. Um, Everything from starting a, a chain of hot dog stands. Crazy uh, through to you know opening an online liquor store find a legal loophole to do that in your senior year through to hustle hustle con and these latest business trends which is super cool it's um, kind of just giving you these really cool uh, insights into where businesses um, you know possible business ideas for entrepreneurs backed by data and, and um, yeah they're bite-sized easy easy to consume um, enjoy. Before we start, Sam managed to quickly um, put a partnership together on the fly. Um, <laughs> I love this guy. Um, and I think there will be a site at, uh, at trends.co slash startup grind for anyone that wants to take advantage of, of the new um, newsletter community and, um, and um, these business ideas. Go ahead and hit up trends.co slash startup grind. You get 50% off. You can hear how he sneaks that in there. People usually pay us to sponsor, but um, it's just so charming about the whole thing. We had to go with it, we had to roll with it. Enjoy. Hey, Sam, welcome, welcome to the Startup Ground Global podcast. How you doing, buddy? Hi, thank you. Um, I um, am a fan of the hustle, and um, more recently, big fan of trends, so um, just love those short little um snappy ideas, right? It's kind of like, um, and just, you know, understanding um, what's going on and having the data behind it so I can pitch ideas to people real quick.
0: That's the goal. Yeah, you got it. That's, that's the goal.
1: And and super helpful for people that don't have any ideas. I have too many ideas myself.
0: A lot of people do. I would say most of them aren't well thought out, but uh, that's yeah. what we try to do Is is, you know, it's like, When you come up with, um, like the best way to come up with a company is you just see problems that exist out there and you try to solve them. But the problem with a lot of people is the only problems that they are able to come across are the ones that they deal with each and every day. But that's not always that interesting because let's say that you, like for me, right now I love real estate and I really am bullish on Midwest real estate. I also love the truck industry, trucking industry, but I don't work in that industry, so it's hard for me to. Spent a lot of time finding and solving problems in that industry because I don't have anything to do with that industry. But with trends, it's almost like our analysts will go and do the research for me so I can like see patterns and trends that can point me in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. In different industries.
1: I know, but the trouble is, I think, you know, for me, and, and you know, it sounds like yourself, as an entrepreneur that kind of sees um, opportunity and everything, I'm getting the newsletter and saying, shit, I think I might want to, you know, start an online plant store right now there's such an opportunity <laughs> i think
0: hey I, 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 I think you should but yeah. i think another point of trends is you don't have to start those things all the time but what you could do is steal best practices from loads of different businesses or people across a variety of industries
1: yeah no no great so um and, and, and you know I, I definitely want to elaborate on on trends but if we can go back just for uh, you know, a bit of context for the audience and anyone that may have not heard of of the hustle or trends or the anti NBA. Um, I'm going to say No one's here. probably heard of
0: the anti NBA though. Sorry, that's okay. No one will have ever heard of the anti NBA. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's where I got <laughs> the bio from. You, you're, you're uh, Henry. Gave me the bio from there. All right, cool. It's a it's a <laughs> hidden gem, is it? Uh, I don't know if it's the gem, but it's for sure <laughs> hidden. Okay. Um So let's go back. I wanted to start, um, you know, it seems you've got these kind of um, the entrepreneurial blood, that's for sure. Um, Can I start with the liquor liquor store, online liquor store, senior year in high school? Is that right? College. Oh, college. I was thinking, how do you do
0: this? um, Yeah. So in college, I opened up a chain of hot dog stands. It was called Southern Sam's and we had like different locations and it was great, Um, but it was... This was in Tennessee, and it's like 110 degrees sometimes in the summer. It's really hard work. And I basically read about a law that allowed small-time breweries or small-time distillers to make batches, batch of whiskey and sell it as opposed to previously you had to have a license, which costs a whole lot of money. And so I discovered that little loophole in the law and noticed all of these um, small, like, craft distilleries pop pop up. Mm-hmm. And so I created a store online that sold – it was called Moonshine. Moonshine isn't really what it what – it, that's not the, def, the true definition of Moonshine. But basically, I sold boutique, boutique, white whiskeys. Right. And uh, I launched that in college, and it was great. I mean, it, it, at the time, it was a lot of money. I mean, I'd be making like $1,000 a day, and wow.
1: it was uh, – it was awesome. Yeah, and uh, everyone's best friend. <laughs>
0: Yeah, although I soon decided not to drink anymore and there were some legal barriers that I didn't feel like dealing with anymore, so I quickly uh it made money fast right away, but after only a handful of months I I bailed on it because I the juice wasn't worth the squeeze for me.
1: Sure. Yeah. And and, and you also mentioned the hot dog stands which is which is rather interesting. Um Given that you know liquor here and, and, and I guess content and conferences, um, is it just a You know what 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 gets you? Is it just something that gets you excited that you just kind of double down on? What how, how, what's been the kind of uh, uh, the common thread, I suppose, between all these um, um, businesses?
0: I don't know. I mean, look, I I like starting businesses. You know, I make money in uh, a whole bunch of different ways. Um it's just kinda always been that way. Um, whether I'm selling stuff on eBay or Craigslist when I was a kid. The, I don't know. Uh I mean I've everything I've done I've approached, approached in a relatively wacky, kind of fun way. Uh I'm definitely motivated by adventure. And so I think everything I've done, it's like it's definitely come from like a place of like I just wanna like uh Kind of be like, kind of from like a cunning, a cunning, uh, trying to kind of be like a little shithead, like coming from that <laughs> perspective. I mean, when I started stuff, that's kind of the perspective that things came from. Um, and also, I, I didn't really overthink a lot of things. So I think that one thing that people tend to have, for some reason I've never really had it, is overthinking things. And I just kind of fell into stuff. Like I started a hot dog stand business because I met a guy randomly who had a hot dog cart that he wasn't using. And I just asked to use it. And I just kind of fell into it and went with the flow. I started doing conferences because I met a guy who had a conference and he said he wasn't going to use the conference domain name anymore. And I just said, Oh, I don't have anything to do. I'll do it. You know, I just like fell into stuff. Yeah. Um,
1: well, sort of opportunity.
0: Yeah, I just I'm very opportunistic. I don't really plan ahead. And I just try things.
1: Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm kind of the same way. It, it's funny because you know you pointed it out where there's some people that are just um, they get too caught up in um, in making that you know the execution perfect, I suppose, and then it prevents them from ever launching it because it's not perfect enough or not ready yet. Um, well, I think
0: most people yeah. have that. I mean, 95 yeah. percent of people have that issue. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and I don't know, I think I noticed that at a young age that, like, maybe naturally I had that, and then it's almost like, it's like you overcompensate, and you, like, I think where I came from, it was like, oh, I notice I'm having this, therefore, I'm going to launch something before it's ready all the time to prove to myself that I can do it. It's kind of like, you know, if you're, like, afraid to go talk to girls, it's like, oh, I'm afraid to talk to girls. Okay, I have to do it now. Like, I have to, you know, I have to go out and do this no matter what, and I think that's kind of where it came from.
1: Do you, have you found that some of them like have the, have the most successful businesses been where you took a step back and tried to plot it out a bit better or they've been the ones that you kind of iterated along the way?
0: Um, I, well, I don't think what you're saying are is two different things. Yeah. The way that I tend to do things is let's say that like creating a billion dollar company is like a 10-step iteration or 10-step process where like your 10th step is when you get that billion dollar in revenue mark and your first step is when you get that one dollar in revenue mark. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really good at thinking of what step one to two and three are. And then I'm really, really good of imagining like, okay, and then eventually it could be like eight, nine, 10. I don't really worry at all about steps three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know what I mean? I just, I only, um, and, and then as I dig deeper, as I dig my way towards number 10, I kind of zigzag to get to two, three, four, five, six. Right. And so what that means is like, if I have, um, well, I don't know, if I have an idea for starting a conference, I don't think to myself like, well, how do I get like a thousand people? Like, I I don't say like, well, what happens if I get, what happens if too many people show up? Or what happens if uh, I get sued for this reason? I don't even kind of think about that. I only think about well, how do I just get you know twenty people to pay me to come, yeah. and then you know what I mean. I, I just don't really think about like the the slightly past today's steps,
1: <laughs> right? And that well, it's obviously worked in your favor. Um, if I could well, go- uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 by the way, it, it could, it definitely probably has hurt me
0: not thinking things through.
1: <laughs> yeah. But too busy making money on one of one of them. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, but potentially I've like been short-sighted about a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, do you, it's been relatively successful, yeah.
1: And then, do you surround yourself with like mentors or people to kind of bounce the? Um, yeah, yeah,
0: I have I mean, a very, very, very tight knit crew of mm-hmm. people who I consider my best friends, my family. Yeah. Um, outside of that little tight crew, I have maybe thousands of acquaintances of people who I can call on because, uh, because I've hosted all these conferences. I've been able to meet like tons of billionaires, tons of huge name people. Mm-hmm. And there's probably four or five people who I have who I consider family, who I've met these ways and collectively they're all incredibly successful and that has been highly advantageous for me
1: yeah and and i mean the reason i asked is because you know when you're talking you're working on a conference and then you're um you know talking to your 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 mates around i want to do a chain of hot dog things you got to have really have that kind of um those friends that are like yeah i see that or like you know yeah this is how you improve it rather than uh, shit! You're crazy. Or um, yeah, what yeah. I
0: call it is you have to have like people who just default to yes. Yep.
1: Um.
0: And I hang out. Like I said, I probably have I think six guys who I trust with my life. And the default that we have with one another is um. That's interesting. Uh. What? What? Like? What could hold you back from this? Why? Why? Like? Why wouldn't you be able to do this? Let's talk about how you can execute. And yeah. And, and we are all very positive with each other i think growing up that didn't exist um and that made things harder and it has definitely been an unfair advantage that i have friends who and m- like money is not like the, the 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 number one goal of all this but when you have friends that have billion dollar companies and you your standards raise much higher and if they default to like encouragement and oh yeah of course you can do this it it, it rubs off on you big time
1: yeah, I agree. I mean, um, yeah, I, I try and surround myself with the same people. The one that gives me the shits at the moment is that kind of um, the serious lean startup person. We've all got a friend like that, where it's like, "Have you validated this?" You know, yeah. Like, like, I'm just no, just tell me it's good, <laughs> or, or you know, how, you know how how I can do it. Not, um, you know, I'm not I'm not there yet. I know I've got to validate it. Um, so, with the hustle, right? And uh, um, it was interesting for me to find out that the the hustle, the newsletter, was just a promotional tool for the conference that kind of was tremendously successful. Did I get that right?
0: Yeah. So I had a company before and sold it, and then I was looking for something to do, and I started HustleCon. And HustleCon is similar to Startup Grind. It's like a TED Talky type of thing, but for people building uh, big companies. And in order to make it popular, I mean, I didn't have like a network or anything. So I just had to create an email newsletter. And then I started creating blog content to get traffic. And I drove those blog traffic to become newsletter subscribers. And then I used the newsletter to sell tickets. And that's kind of how I did things. And then I did a bunch of research. And I realized that an email newsletter could actually be a huge business, or at least an email newsletter could be the foundation of a very huge business and uh that's how it started
1: and what was the premise i'm just going to really give people stuff that's that great they're going to talk about it no uh, what hustlecon or the hustle the hustle just like because you know it's, it's kind of minimal but it's like uh you know really interesting stuff and you know i find that um It's hard to do that on a consistent basis, you know, especially for um, our demographic. Um, How do you consistently come up with good stuff that is really meaningful to the audience to the point they're going to talk about it?
0: Yeah, well, when we launched it, I almost called it like, or I think I called it like when I described it to people, I was like, it's kind of like Business Insider meets Vice Media. Of course, both, I mean, Vice Media is not really relevant anymore. But it was two, two or three years ago when I started the company. But um, that's kind of how, like, we described it. Um, um, uh, how, and so it was kind of, like, risque, like, businessy content that we would do. But was the question, how did we come up with new
1: stuff each day? Yeah, well, that, that too. Yeah, yeah, so
0: at first it was a blog. And we just would blog all day, every day about interesting things. And then we switched entirely to email and we said, well, let's continue doing this blogging thing, but let's also write about news and things like that. So writing about the news was relatively easy. Mm-hmm. But how to come up with interesting blog content every day, that's not nearly as hard as you think. I mean, I think that some people are naturally just really talented at it. Some people, like, it, it, it's a skill set. So, you, you, I mean, there's some people who can just be like crazy talented and they're just good. But most people, it's a, you got to have a little bit of talent. And you have to have a skill that you have to perfect. And once you perfect that skill, you can um, you can um, kind of just figure it out. And so there's like a thousand different ways that I can come up with articles. But uh, I, there's so many ways. I mean, I told Reddit. I have all these tools that kind of give me ideas. There's just so many different ways to do it, actually.
1: Well, let's, let's dig a bit deeper on that. So Reddit, you know, are you... News, obviously, is a good one. Um, where else? Where else? Like, I mean, um, if I'm, you know, trying to use content as a strategy, just curious if I could just dig a bit deeper on this one real quick. What did you ask? Where can you find? Yeah, where where, where else? You said Reddit was one thing. Okay. I mean, you, you so just I, do it probably, you know. as a second Yeah, second I mean, Reddit's the way to go.
0: And then other news sources, if you want to get ideas. My favorite thing is the comment section of Reddit what I'll do is I'll look at the top posts and then I'll look at the top comments within those posts and I'll see what people are asking or what they're mentioning and that kind of tells me that the the top voted post is what people want. So the top voted comment is what people want. Another thing I'll do is I'll use this software called CrowdTangle. What CrowdTangle will do is it shows you which Facebook pages that you're following, which of their posts or Instagram posts has a higher than normal engagement rate and so that shows like Oh, the New York Times audience, they are really engaging with this post. What can I can I kind of
1: spin that in a different way for my audience? Yeah, um, interesting. That's also I what did, you get from the comments, right? Like possibly a different angle on it.
0: Yeah, uh, so like for example, if I had a fitness blog and I went to like r slash keto, like the keto subreddit, and the top post was like the best McDonald's food, the best foods from McDonald's that could be keto. And the top comment says, like, oh, this is amazing. You guys should do this for every fast food restaurant. Or can you guys do this for Asian restaurants? Or uh, can you actually say what are the least keto-friendly restaurants? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll, like, say something um, interesting. And that will be kind of the, the – that's where an idea can come from.
1: Brilliant. Now – You know um, what I mean? Yeah, Absolutely. And I'm glad I did that because, you know, I'm picking up this crowd tangle bit and, and, and I just think I just helped a bunch of startups, you know, try and figure out how to – some of their content strategy. Um, if I can, you know, then kind of move forward, I suppose, into HustleCon itself. Uh, so, you know, um, I launched the APAC conference for Startup Grind out here, done it in a couple of years. A lot of work. Um, Conferences? Yes. <laughs> yeah in like an insane amount i think it's um um you know god bless everyone that does it it is you know terrible <laughs> um what did you what did you love about it what did you learn from it a uh, kind of t- to me personally it's like entrepreneurship on steroids i suppose with so many things flying at you um yeah what did you love what did you learn and um and hustle so, started.
0: yeah, our, our early startups were very profitable. So I love that in a matter of eight weeks, I can make hundreds of thousands of dollars in profit. And that the our conferences allowed us the ability to bootstrap the hustle. So the hustle now makes millions of dollars a month. It's a, it's a good, great company. But we couldn't have it, it took. We had to spend millions of dollars to do that. And I used the conference to do that. The conference just was our cash cow. Um, aside from the money thing, the conference was awesome at building community. I mean, I didn't, um, I didn't uh, like have that many people there, like thousands of people, whereas digital can reach millions of people a day. Mm-hmm. But it was awesome for like getting early movers who truly cared about uh, my community and who were really into it. Um, that was like very impactful. And also my whole network, uh, came from starting hustle Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, like I met so many freaking people having a conference is like the best thing to do if you want to, uh, meet people. I mean, it's kind of like having a podcast, but the only difference is, is that with a conference, I get to hang out with someone for like three hours backstage.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The networking, absolutely. And then there's certainly this kind of offline to online loyalty that occurs from creating experiences.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that absolutely happens. Um, I, I think that a lot of people think that conferences are hard work, and they are. But first of all, everything's hard work. Mm-hmm. But second of all, I think that if you create an, you can create an event business that. Maybe isn't a conference, but it's more like a trade show, and that could make hundreds of millions of dollars a year in revenue with massive profit margins. I mean, that is one hundred percent doable. Um, and so, I think a lot of people host conferences in, in such a way that it is overly hard. But I, I think that people don't understand just how good an event business could be if they took the right angle.
1: Absolutely. Um, and then, look, uh, you you talked about community, um, and I'm guessing that's a big part of of the hustle business, can you talk about, um, I guess the benefits of of nurturing that community and how it's, um, translated to your thinking in, in, um, say trends, for instance. Yeah. So trends, we have many
0: thousands of thousands of subscribers for trends and they include a, um, they include, it includes an online community and like, I think that a lot of people say to themselves like, "Oh, I got to build this community. It's community. It's community." I never thought of that. I mean, I just thought like, I just want to talk to these people, and I kind of feel like they're my friends. And it's like, why do some like people just share on social media constantly? It's like I don't know. It's just like an urge and an instinct for some people. And I think that's how it has always been for me. It's like I just I constantly want to talk to our customers and our users because I kind of grow to genuinely like them. And I also am building this product and company from a very selfish place in that I want this product and this community and I want to hang hang around high achievers and be able to talk to these people all day. And so that's kind of why we make it. And so I interact with our community every single day. I post in our groups like literally a dozen times a day. People call me from the groups. Anyone who wants to talk to me, they can message me and I'll become friends with them. A guy messaged me the other day who I, no, I don't even remember his name, but I have to look him up tonight because he's flying into my house tonight and he's going to stay in my spare bedroom. Like, I just like, I don't know. It's just like a weird,
1: uh, impulsive way
0: of doing things. <laughs> uh,
1: no, that's great. I love it. It's, well, kind of, um, a- accidental community, I suppose, but it sounds like you're, you're hooked. It wasn't
0: accidental. I mean, I definitely purposely did it, but I didn't say like, "What's the best practices of a community?" And how, I, it wasn't. This isn't like some research paper that I'm writing on how to build a community, or some Harvard Business Report that I read on how to do it. It's just, <coughs> I don't know.
1: It's natural. Just, like a natural. It was very natural. yeah. Uh, and then, um, and the, but the advantages, like you said, obviously, you know, you can leverage that community for. Product development for ideas you're having. Yeah, I mean that's like for? the
0: best. Like yeah. the other day, we didn't know we were. I was sitting in the meeting and people were debating on what they should launch and why they were talking. I just posted in the community, mm-hmm. and within ten minutes, I had 150 comments, and they all like said the same thing. And I just didn't say a word. And I just showed it on my phone, and I go, "All of our customers want this, so that's what we're going to do." Yeah, brilliant. I mean, that's just why it's great.
1: <laughs> yep, absolutely. Well, big big fans of the community that started growing, obviously. Um, and then and then, so trends. Can you just give the, like the 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 thirty second overview? And and is this is this your like your baby at the moment?
0: Yeah. So with the hustle, our goal from the hustle from day one was to create this massive audience of entrepreneurial types people who wanted to put their debt in the world through business. And while we were building that audience, we were going to think of more products to launch for them. And when we were doing that, I would do loads and loads of research on on cool stuff we should launch. And I have a pretty systematic way of researching. And (coughs) eventually, I showed this way to people. And they're like, oh, you should launch that. Like, just sell me that information. And then I did some research on B2B information. I did research on the research industry and on these types of businesses. And I was like, oh, wait, shit, they're right. I can just teach other people how to do this and we can build a or try to build a huge company doing this. And so that's where Trends came from. And the idea with Trends is we are your outsourced outsourced R&D team. So we do all the research on interesting um, industries and new developments and and, and case studies on people who are doing best practices. And then we have a community online so you can chat with other people in the industry. So basically like I'll give you an example Um, Hems it's that uh, company that's like a generic Viagra, they launched and they got huge fast and we did a case study that explained what they did Um, and then we did a case study that shows where's opportunity to do this strategy but in different industries and we listed all that out and so that's an example of what a trend support is
1: yeah um, so I'm I'm getting the emails in the you know the kind of Two week trial at the moment, which I which I love. Um, has has there been any stories that come back where people have just you know executed based on? Um, yeah, yeah, and, definitely.
0: I mean, I've I've actually invested in a couple of them.
1: Oh wow, yeah. So these um, are community members that it, go. I love this. I love this idea to do you know um, private label Viagra, but I'm going to do it for whatever, and it took off, and they've come back to you and said, Sam, I owe you now we run yeah I mean
0: there's people who have launched plant companies There, yes there have been um, um, and uh, I, I some people have came to me and some of these companies haven't launched yet but I've invested small checks and I want our research to be so good that yeah. we're going to start investing in these companies
1: yeah brilliant yeah I guess uh, put smart people around ideas that you know in theory should work well at least they Got some um, some data behind them, right? It's not just pulled out of yeah. the
0: That's the goal. Uh, I think it could work.
1: Brilliant. Well, I, I'm i going to um, say thank you for joining us, Sam. And um, um, so it's just trends.co, yeah? How, how do people get it? Yeah, so what? you can
0: find HustleCon at hustlecon.com. You can find the hustle at the hustle.co. Or you can find trends at trends.co. And when's the next HustleCon? Um, we haven't scheduled it yet, actually, but Just, we're going to be at Startup Grind. The trends team will be at Startup Grind next week. And by the way, what yeah. we'll do is if you use the word Startup Grind, all one word, we'll give everyone 50% off too.
1: Love it. All right. We're going to need some sort of trendsco slash Startup Grind thing. I'm going to talk offline. Yeah. I'm doing deals on the podcast. You why? I'm doing deals on the podcast. Here we go. Actually, yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll make it.
0: Um. So if you go to the hustle. Co slash startup grind, you'll get fifty percent off. That's what we'll do.
1: Easy. We'll see what we, we'll pull it together. Appreciate your time, Sam. Uh, love having the chat, man, and hope to catch you um in SF sometime soon.
0: Yeah, and we'll be out there uh, at your guys's conference next week. I think.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Uh, Sam. Yeah. So I just just finished it there. Yeah. I'm not going this year. It's like the first year I'm not going. In forever um, since 2013 or whatever. But if you want to get connected with anyone, um, we're a sponsor, so I think we should be meeting
0: mate. a bunch of people.
1: Oh, you're sorted, mate. Uh, yeah, um, I, I'm waiting to, to get the tick. I'm meant to be going to Amsterdam for um, with these startup bootcamp guys. So, um, um, is who owns Startup Grind? So this guy Derek Anderson. He owns the whole thing. Yeah, and then but he's kind of. Um, has less and less to do with it because they spun out um, the software into a product called Bevy Labs. So that's why I'm you know, passionate about community. So basically as they had all these directors from around the world asking for features and giving their input, they realized they had built essentially the best community software in the world. They spun it out and it's kind of got um, events and ticketing and publishing and now Asana, um, Slack, Atlassian, or everyone uses it for community. Great, and it works well. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Still building it out, uh, but um, yeah, cool. Yeah, it might well, be worth um, the check for your um, for hustlecon and stuff. It's more huh? when you got like lots of, you know, cities or something. You know, right?
0: We don't have that. Yeah, but maybe we will eventually.
1: Yeah, maybe we trends get meetups going and stuff.
0: Yeah, we're, in, we're definitely interested in doing that.
1: Easy. Appreciate your time, Sam. And, um, yeah, I hope to get to meet you sometime soon, man.
0: All right. Thank you for having me. I'll talk later. See yeah. Thank you for tuning in. To keep up to date with all things Startup Grind, visit us at startupgrind.com or join us at an event in a city near you. Until next time, chase the vision and keep hustling.